Rack is a beautiful thing. It's basically a simple, standardized interface in Ruby for interacting with a web server. It defines how to accept a request from the web server and then uh, spit out a response. So it's really simple, but it's also very powerful and opens up a lot of options. It gives us something called Rack Middleware, which is basically a filter which you can use to intercept a request and handle the response a little bit differently and change the behavior as it goes to and from the application. And that's what I want to get to in this episode. Now in the previous episode, which I recommend you watching if you haven't already, shows you how to use Rails Metal, which is similar to Rails Middleware because it uses the Rack interface for handling a request. The primary difference is that uh, a middle is basically uh, an endpoint for the request. It returns a response instantly. But Rack Middleware is designed to be more of a filter. So it uh, passes the request along to the application and then it returns the response and filters that as needed and changes the behavior if it needs to. To demonstrate this, I have a Rails application here. And let's say I want a quick way to see how long this request took to process uh, on this application. Um, so what I want to do is, inside of the HTML source, I want to create some Rack middleware to intercept the response and actually add a quick HTML comment at the top here reporting how long the request took to process. Now this is probably isn't something you want to do in a production application, but it'll be a good exercise in showing how Rack middleware works and how you can intercept the request and the, the response and change the behavior. So here's our store application opened up in TextMate, and what I want to do is add a new class in our lib directory called, uh, let's call it response timer. Now in here, let's make a class called response timer, and then all middleware takes an initialize method, which passes in the application which uh, this is going to pass to. So we'll just store that in an instance variable. And this is our actual Rails application that we can execute when uh, this middleware is called. So for now, let's just make a call method in here because uh, response timer is actually a rack application in itself. It's just because this middleware is going to uh, act as more of a filter and actually execute the app uh, that we're going to call. So what we want to do here is, like all Rack applications, the call takes an environment hash variable. And for now, let's just pass in a simple hello world response, which is uh, just to make sure that this is working properly. And this means that every single request should return this hello world response uh, in our application. Next, we need to go to our environment config file and specify to use this new class as middleware. So to do that, just call config.middleware.use and then just pass in the class name, so response timer. Now, however, we shouldn't pass it just as a straight constant because our response timer class is not loaded yet and we'll get an error in Ruby. So instead, you could just pass it as a string and that way it'll be auto-loaded properly when the middleware is set up. And here's a fun thing you can do to make sure it's loading properly. Just call rake middleware in your Rails app directory and then that will list all the middleware for your application. And we can see our response timer is listed here along with all the default ones that come with Rails 2.3. So now we can start up our server and test this out, which by the way, you'll need to restart your application server uh, every time you make a change to the middleware so it gets loaded properly because it gets loaded at the very beginning in your environment. Uh, so I won't show that in the video, but just keep in mind every time you 
change the middleware uh, file, you'll need to restart the server. Now if we go to our application and hit reload, and there we go, we get our hello world response because it's getting that from the middleware. And if we type in any kind of request in here, it's actually going to return hello world. It's not going to return 404 not found because this isn't even going to our Rails application because our middleware isn't really being middleware right now. It's just returning that response no matter what. It's not even executing our Rails app. However, we do actually want to execute our main application here and just filter the response and alter it. So the way we do that is we have our reference to our application here, and that is just a simple rack application. So to execute a rack app, just call call on it and pass in the environment hash just like we're doing here. So you're basically just chaining the calls up and that makes this rack middleware. And this returns a response just like any other rack application would where it's an array of the um, status, headers, and the content. So we can grab those all in one, all in one line here in multiple variables. Uh, let's just call this response because uh, this last variable here is actually a little bit different. It's not just a simple content string. It's actually a response object from Rails, an action controller response object. So we can um, basically repeat these variables in here. And then to alter the response body, we actually have to recall response body, and that returns a string of content. And let's just add a simple thing uh, in the front here. And just an HTML comment, let's say uh, response time goes here. So let's see what this looks like. And now a quick reload. There's our application. And now if you view the source, you can see there's our response time HTML comment appended to the beginning here. And now we can make this fully functional by recording the start time and then the stop time and then just displaying the difference right here. Uh, we need our stop minus our start. And don't forget to restart your server and then you can just reload the page and check it out. And there's our request time uh, based on our rack middleware. Now one problem we have here is that our middleware is assuming that uh, every response is an HTML document. That's definitely not a good thing to do. So what you should do is check with an NFL statement, see if the headers, uh, the content type matches, uh, well actually let's see if it just includes the text of text HTML. And then if it does, we can just return this content. Otherwise, we'll just return uh, status, headers, and response that the application just returns. That way um, we only append the response time if it's an HTML document. Now we can reload here and make sure it still works, and it does because this is an HTML document we're returning here. Now let's say we want to make this rack middleware configurable, where when we load it up in our environment we can pass in additional options to it to change its behavior. Let's say for example we want to make this response time Oh, message wording here, uh, customizable so we can change it uh, in our environment file. So what we want to do is um, to do this we can pass in additional arguments into the initialize method. So let's say our message is going to default to response time and let's store that in an instance variable and then we can just uh, return that and display it in our message here. 
And then going back to our environment config file, we can pass in any additional arguments into our use method, uh, and those will be interpreted into that initialize method. So we can just pass in, uh, let's say, load time. So now when we reload here and check out the source, we can see that it now says load time instead of response time. Now what I've shown you so far works fine, but it's not really the best practice when Rack middleware is concerned. The part I'm referring to specifically is this response.body. The problem is, is that this body method is very specific to Rails applications, and it's assuming that this response object is an action controller response. And Rack middleware is more of a standardized approach, and you really shouldn't assume that you're working with a specific kind of framework or application. It should work with any other kind of Rack application, so you can use this middleware anywhere. So how do you get this to work? Well, we know that the response isn't a simple string, but the method that's required for this response object to respond to is each, response.each. And this is just, of course, an iterator. So it would loop through this, and then you can append the content and build up the body as a string and use it in here. This can get kind of messy in this kind of application. So what I want to do is show you a different way you can structure your middleware, uh, which can be a little bit cleaner in handling this kind of situation. So this will require a bit of restructuring of this class here. Uh, so I'll do it kind of fast and then we'll explain it afterwards. So what I want to do here is just instead of returning response, I'm just going to return self all the time. And that means I can respond to the each method and then forward that onto our response object so that this response timer itself is considered a type of response. And so let's make these all instance variables so we can access them in the each method. And then the first thing I want to return is going to be the string. And we only want to do it if the headers respond that way. And actually, this should be a um, block.call method. So we'll end up executing the block and returning this uh, string as a first thing, and then we'll pass the iterator on to the response object. Okay, so that might have been a little confusing, but let me go through it again here. The key is that now we are returning self as the last variable in our array that we're returning back to our rack application. And so this, the only thing that rack requires of this object that's returned as the last element here is that it responds to the method each. And that's what our response timer is going to do here. So it's going to be a response, a kind of response itself. And so we're going to just, uh, for each iteration through here, it should return some kind of content that is going to return to the user. So the first time it's just going to uh, return the actual response comment that our application, our middleware provides, and then it's just going to pass all other iterations off to the response object. And so it, it'll just forward all that to there. All right, so let's do one final reload here and view the source just to make sure that it still works. And there we go, our middleware still works. And now it's in a non-Rail specific way, so we can use this middleware in basically any kind of other application that supports Rack. So hopefully throughout this episode, you've learned how Rack middleware works and how to apply it to your application. Now I admit the example I gave probably isn't the most useful in the world, but there's really unlimited possibilities that can be accomplished through Rack middleware. So I encourage you to check out the Rack Contrib project to get some ideas of what is possible. They have a lot of 
Rack middleware examples that you can use in your own application, or you can just check them out and get some ideas on how to create Rack middleware for your own application on your own as well. And I'll post a link to this project in the show notes for this episode. This episode is sponsored in part by Sifter, a bug and issue tracking application designed to be inviting to even the least technical team members and clients. Check out sifterapp.com for a free 30-day trial. Also sponsored by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv.